Hey everyone, welcome back to the Paycheck Prison Break podcast. I'm James Wadsworth, uh, and I'm excited for the topic that we have today. So today I want to talk about the how of achieving paycheck independence. Um, the purpose of this podcast, as I've thought about it, uh, is really twofold. So first, the first purpose I'm going to call information and inspiration. So first, I want to give you knowledge, information, everything uh, from strategy to tactics and everything in between that you can use to get closer and closer to that day when you can quit and no longer be dependent on that paycheck from someone else. You can become your own source of income. Um, I hope that I'm able to do that in a way that is inspiring as well. As I've said, uh, I am heavily dependent on the inspiration, the motivation that uh, I find from many different sources um, that gives me the will and the courage to take big steps like this, starting a podcast. Um, so the second purpose here is to document my own journey towards that independence. So as I mentioned in the first episode, I am not paycheck independent. I have a full-time job. Uh, I've been in the professional world completely dependent on that paycheck for more than a decade. Um, and uh and that is what I want to change. And I want to document every step of the way. So I'm really starting at zero and going to one, zero to one. Um, so the, uh, like I said, the topic of today's episode, um, what I've been thinking about is, is the how. There are a lot of different ways to achieve this type of independence. At the highest level, I would break those down into two large buckets. So I would start with basically you can one, either spend less or two, make more. So in the spend less category, I would I would basically summarize this by talking about fire. So fire is uh, an acronym that stands for financial independence, retire early. Um, it, it, so this is something really, uh, really fascinating, really amazing to dig into. Um, some great resources that I've studied over the last couple of years are uh, the book Early Retirement Extreme by Jacob Lund Fisker. I believe Jacob is Scandinavian, so it's probably pronounced Jacob. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, another classic is the book Your Money or Your Life by Vicki Robin and Joe Dominguez. Um, both incredible resources and incredible examples of how to think differently about cost, really the cost out of the equation. Um, and what you can do to reduce your own costs. Uh, so I, I have at different times been incredibly passionate and enthusiastic about these concepts. I've tried to apply many of them. Uh, ultimately, uh, as you can see, I'm, uh, you know, I, I've probably known about these for the past four, three or four years, and really haven't made a ton of progress. Um, I think that there are some pretty, pretty major obstacles for me when it comes to trying to adhere to a lot of these fire type principles. Uh, but uh, ultimately where I've landed in the last few months or so is, is really with uh, acceptance of the fact that I am not sure that I can ask my, well, I'm pretty sure that I cannot ask my wife or my children to uh, basically reduce their standard of living so much um, because of, well, as you hear, probably hear some children screaming in the background, because of 
uh, my desire to be financially independent, our desire to be financially independent. My wife is, she is completely willing, absolutely and completely willing. Um, the other, the other obstacle, if I'm uh, honest, is the hedonic treadmill, right? This idea that as your level of income grows, so does your standard of living. And it's incredibly difficult emotionally and for a number of other reasons to reduce that standard of living. So uh, I am not ready to reduce that standard of living. And I've just accepted that. I don't want it. Uh, I, you know, Despite my incredible obsession, my incredible desire to be paycheck independent, I I can't do it by tightening my belt so much that it um, that it sort of squeezes the joy and the excitement out of daily life. So uh, method number one, spend less, is kind of off the table for me, um, although not completely. One of the things that I'm very proud of that comes from uh, this these fire concepts. Uh, one of the things I did recently was I. I sold uh, a car, um, so I sold my car for $10,000 to another buyer just by posting it on Facebook uh, Marketplace and took that money and purchased a, a different car for $1,300. So the reason I did that was because I realized that uh, I have about a 13-minute commute to work. Um, I realized that I only needed a car that would last for somewhere around 10,000 miles over the next five years. So significantly less when it comes to mileage. Uh, because I'm uh, able to get so many things delivered, right? I can get groceries delivered. I can um, I can order clothes or anything else that we need off of Amazon. So I just realized that I did not need uh, a car that would uh, require, uh, that needed to give me a ton of miles before it just completely died. So I went and did that, and luckily, um, well, not not really, but it, I did that immediately or just right before the pandemic started, um, and we kind of went into lockdown. And I know even uh, I no longer even commuted to work, um, so that saved us a, a bunch of money. Not to mention it, you know, got rid of a car loan um, uh, on our credit report. It improved things dramatically, and that I I did that completely because of the things that I was reading on. Uh, fire blogs, things like Mr. Money Mustache, which I highly recommend. So I still want to learn and understand many of those principles and apply them, uh, but probably in a more diluted fashion than somebody who is completely committed to the fire principles would. So the second option is to make more, and that's where I want to focus. Um, that's that's really the path to financial independence, the path to paycheck independence for me. So the, there's a lot of filters. I mean, there's a huge universe in the universe of possibilities when it comes to making more money. Um, I have really filtered it down to five things that have continually caught my interest, things that I've read about, looked into. Uh, maybe there are a few folks along you know, in each of them that I'm following. Um, and those five topics for me, the ones that have really piqued my interest and sustained that interest over a long time are freelancing, day trading, so trading of penny stocks or options, uh, crypto day trading, cryptocurrency, real estate, and internet direct marketing. Fairly wide uh, variety of different things. But what, what I'm doing is looking at that entire universe of possibilities, and my first filter is just interest. Applying that first fi filter uh, reduces 
you know, what thousands or however many possibilities there are all the way down to just these five. The next filter that I'm going to apply, the next filter that I have applied within those five to select, uh, you know, what I'm going to focus on first, because I think in some way or, or or over the course of this journey, I I have enough interest in all of those that I want to really focus deeply on them at some point. So which am I going to focus on first? Which uh, do I think can become the foundation, um, really the, uh, the, the thing that gives me the ability to become Paycheck Independent? Um, I, I'm gonna focus on that one first and then have that be the foundation on which I can build a focus or uh, in, uh, act on an interest in the other four. Um, so I'm gonna, so like I said, I'm gonna apply two filters, and um, I'm an old consultant. So two by two matrix, uh, matrices are just an incredible way to filter information and to make decisions. Um, so I really got a lot of this idea from Ramit uh, Sethi, who is the author of "I Will Teach You to Be Rich." Um, he is a, a guy who has a, a bunch of information products online that he sells. A great internet marketer and somebody. Uh, that I follow and have, uh, whose information has been valuable to me for many years. Um, so the first filter here, uh, and is is a two by two. Um, you can take a look at these if you go to uh, paycheckprisonbreak.com and find this episode, which is called the How Zero to One. So the first first uh, matrix here, my two dimensions are going to be. Um, potential for passive income, passive versus active, uh, and then the amount of capital required, right? So I'm gonna describe this two by two to you. On the left side, on the horizontal axis, I have low passive potential. Uh, and then on the right side of the horizontal, uh, horizontal axis, I have high passive potential. Then on the uh, vertical axis, the top is low capital requirement. So do I have to have thousands of dollars or a ton of money to invest in upfront, or can I get started with little to nothing, right? So, so the bottom of that vertical axis is high capital requirements. So if I take those five areas of interest that I mentioned and plot them on this two by two, here's what I come up with, right? First, <coughs> let's talk about freelancing. <clears throat> so freelancing is not something that you require a lot of capital for, right? I don't have to have thousands and thousands of dollars um, to figure out how to uh, maybe do some sort of freelancing on the weekends or evenings, right, outside of my um, my full-time job. However, the big drawback here when it comes to freelancing and it is the passive potential side. Freelancing is essentially just like a full-time job, getting paid for my time. So that one I'm, I'm plotting with uh, a low capital requirement, uh, so it's in the the northern hemisphere of this two by two chart, and uh, but low passive potential. I'm plotting in the in the upper left quadrant, right? So let's talk about day trading, right? Um, I think there's pretty high passive potential with day trading. I haven't dabbled enough. I haven't studied enough to really understand how passive you can be. I have this impression that at least at the beginning, um, there's a lot of monitoring of shifts and moves in the markets that needs to happen so that you can time things right. So 
Uh, and, but, but the major issue there, so I'm going to say, I, I, what I'm going to do is say pretty, you know, mid to high passive, uh, passive potential for passive income, but high capital requirements. Why? Because if you're going to do day trading, the amount that you make depends on the amount that you can invest. That's a high capital requirement. And I, and I think it, it's pretty much exactly the same, although you could argue potentially that the capital requirements are lower for something like crypto day trading simply because of how volatile that market is and how incredibly high some of those returns can become. But I'm gonna plot day trading and crypto trading in the lower right quadrant. So that's high passive potential, yes, but high capital requirements. So then uh, the fourth one here is real estate. So real estate is actually an area that is really interesting, really fascinating to me. I've, I've done a few things there already However, it is while it does have very high potential for passive income, right? You can be, you know, just s sitting on your butt and still be collecting rent um, uh, monthly. However, it, it definitely requires a lot of capital. Um, and I include even the many strategies that you can read about, really good strategies, strategies for uh, investing with low or no, no money down on good deals, um, et cetera, et cetera. Even then you're, you're using someone else's capital and going into a lot of debt. Um, so I'm going to put real estate in the, again, in that lower right-hand quadrant, high passive potential. Yes, but high capital required. So that brings me to internet direct marketing. And where does that land? Well, I don't need a ton of capital to figure out how to do something like this, publish some content. Try to build an audience, build something or put something useful and helpful out there into the world and see if you can actually make a difference for someone and, and uh, in return, have that person become an audience member. Well, that doesn't take a ton of capital and it has tremendous potential for passive income earning, right? Eventually, you can be earning uh, money without doing a thing because everything is set up online. Um, the content uh, and the products and the whole entire sales process uh, work automatically. So uh, the winner with that two by two, um, thinking through passive potential and then capital requirements is definitely internet direct marketing. Uh, and then I apply one more filter on that, right? So I swap out the high versus low capital um, dimension on the vertical axis for a smooth versus chunky growth dimension. So the way I think of this is kind of discrete versus continuous growth. How is this gonna grow? So in virtually anything outside of, um, so real estate is, is a great example of kind of chunky or discrete growth, right? You can't buy, uh, you really you really can't buy a, unless you're gonna invest in like a, a REIT or some sort of other, um, type of security, right? If you want to own real estate directly, there's no way to buy a, a, a one hundredth of a property, right? Um, unless you're, again, unless you're going to invest with a bunch of partners or, or something along those lines, which I don't have a desire to do. So real estate is really chunky. It's discrete growth. It's one, you know, a, a $200,000 property and then another $200,000 property and nothing in between. Um, that means that in the interim, there's a ton of time and money investment that you see zero returns for until that next property is acquired and rents are collected, et cetera, et cetera. So 
again on this on this two by two, internet direct marketing wins, smooth growth and high passive potential. So crypto and day trading also make it to that upper right hand quadrant, but not in the same way that internet direct marketing is. So the whole the whole point of all of this is to say that's where this podcast is going, and that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to document my journey from zero to one dollar sold. I haven't got it yet, but one dollar sold on my own of information products online. So uh, hopefully this has been helpful. Maybe it helps you to think about the decisions or the how the, the areas of interest that you have in this in these sort of uh, with these sort of two by twos. Um, and uh, as we go forward, I'm going to be documenting, as I said, my journey on going from zero zero dollars made through direct internet marketing to one. Um, see you guys soon.